Okay, guys, welcome to the Through Our Eyes podcast with myself, Draclonia, and the lovely co-host, who's not up there. I'm looking at the wrong I'm place. I'm here somewhere. That way. That way. After a minute. Hi. <laughs> it's starting off well. It's not um, Drac, it starts strong. Um, alerts will be silent. Um, we are recording um, to put up on Anchor. Um, the aim of this podcast is to uh, talk about things that are usually not talked about, highlight marginalised uh, group stories um, on an individual basis and basically uh, try and educate, try and raise awareness about various problems and situations that occur in people's lives. Um, this has come from Arthramus's big uh, project of streams every two months um, to highlight marginalised groups. Um, and you've just done one. Would you like mm -hmm. to tell us about how that went? Yes. Yeah, so last weekend we held the second Through Our Eyes stream. It was meant to be 10 hours long. It turned into 12. It was a very, very long day. <laughs> but the, it was it was absolutely fantastic. It was an LGBT plus panel. We had 30 different content creators. We raised over £1,800, which has actually had a little extra added to it as well as time's gone on. And it's still open for Mermaid's Gender. It was just a, a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Told a lot of stories. Somebody dressed up as a toothbrush. Uh, it, uh, cats cannonballed across desks. There, there was a lot of chaos going on, a lot of fantastic stories told. And we have now officially announced the third Through Our Eyes stream, which will be taking place in May, which is a BIPOC special featuring myself and five different co-hosts this time. One for each section of the panel. So we're going to have Wreck-It Raven, Papa Bear, Bendy Dinosaurs, Shiny Pen, and A Typical Queer joining us. So we have somebody who can actually run the discussion for each part ready and uh, ready to go. Yes, that will be supporting a charity as well. We're just working out who. Awesome. Well, uh, today um, we are going to be talking to Ashley. Would you like to introduce yourself? Ashley. <laughs> um, I'm from Scotland, which is beyond the wall. Um, I am a stand-up comedian and online content. Well, to be fair, I just make online content Content now. I haven't been a stand-up comedian for about a year and a fucking half. And why mm -hmm. am I allowed to say bad words on this? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, we shall start by all saying fuck and it will go from there. Yeah. Don't you worry. Yeah. Sweet, I got a genuine panic in my chest there. Nope. Um, and I'm a radio host, and my biggest fear is that I'm going to accidentally say fuck on the radio. So that was just <laughs> fulfilling that <laughs> terror there. Oh, that's all right. You are more than welcome to swear. Get it all out of your system. I was going to say, <laughs> let, let your inner Scott out. Uh, that... mm. <laughs> um, could, I, could I get shout out? Where, where can people find you uh, um, online? Well, on Twitch, it's at Ashley Story, A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-T-O-R-R-I-E. -E. Everything is my name because I think yeah. that that's the easiest way for people to find you. So Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, RuneScape, whatever. <laughs> it's just my name. 
Oh, God. Funny you say uh, RuneScape, because my husband used to work on it. <laughs> yeah? Hi, husband. Hi. Tell him I fucking love it. Uh, Ashley fucking loves it. Fucking hashtag Falador for life. Sorry, sorry. Hashtag um, Falador for life. Oh god. <laughs> Perfect, there you go. Oh <laughs> my god. They're actually Duriel. I cannot hear what you're saying. That's fine. Oh, we'll talk RuneScape later. <laughs> So apparently, uh, during this podcast, we're talking RuneScape. Um, yes, exactly. It's a marginalised group, so let's just get right into it. It's all right, I, I know the community managers, I'll get them, can you find me this? <laughs> <laughs> of the Warcraft people bully us, so no. I just think that that's exactly what we should be talking about right now. All right. Is we're gonna... whole, people saying I haven't played it for 15 years, is that not shut down? No, it's perfect, it's great right now, everybody. So stop <laughs> in the chat with the, oh, is it not dead? No, it's still alive, shut your pie holes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never die. <laughs> It never will. Not while there's another platform to release it on. So, <laughs> isn't that Skyrim? <laughs> anyway, um, we are here today to not talk about RuneScape. Actually, we're here today to talk about periods because everybody loves talking about periods, don't they? And <laughs> actually, kind of. Were... If we were talking about periods in RuneScape, I would be a level 99 with a cape. Because... <laughs> with a red flowing cape. That's what you need. Yes, I was. Oh. Oh, Legendary item, Diva Cup. I just... <laughs> oh dear, right. This, I've, I've already like completely derailed this whole thing that was very serious and earnest oh. about periods. It's okay, it, it already de derailed itself, to be fair. Okay, good. <laughs> this is really how every episode yeah, of the podcast yeah. goes, don't you worry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, to start off, we like to hear a little bit about the guest's story, what challenges you faced. Um, so, tell us a little bit about, about your story and your experience with periods. <laughs> My period is a nightmare and I feel like if I'm not, I've got the thickening which is like the week before where I'm really upset and then there's the bit where it won't start but I know it's oh. wanting to start mm -hmm. and I feel like if I sugar myself hard enough it'll start and then it starts and then there's the three days where it feels like my legs are going to fall off and then there's the three days of clumpy and then there's the three days where I think it's finished, but it's not finished. And then there's like the one week after it where I feel really sexy. And, I, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. yes. And I feel thin and I'm like, what's this feeling? And then as soon as that finishes, my boobs start to hurt. And then I know the yeah. thickening's coming the week after that. So yeah. there's always some form of, apart from that one week of reprieve, <laughs> There's always some form of periodiness occurring round about me. And I get really bad period pains. And 
there's a lot of people endometriosis and it's a big thing and people like to talk about it and they're like get to your GP get seen I've been to my GP I don't want to talk to Dr Halley about my bloody puss any more than I have to she's <laughs> she already thinks I'm a fucking weirdo I don't want to have to like I'm the girl who went in and cried because I'm worried about getting turned into a doll by a wizard and had to get put on anti-anxiety medication wow. so that I'd stop That's worrying enough. about a wizard turning me into a doll so I'm like I don't need to go in anymore. She knows I've got bad periods. She tries to put me in the pill. I say no. She says, okay, we've had this conversation nine million times. I just don't, I, it's it's one of those things and there's no, there's this belief in society that sort of one hat fits all with period. When you're a kid, you go into school, a lady comes in, for me it was a Welsh nun, um, tells you that you're going to bleed a teaspoon of blood you get a little cramp, get hot water bottle, just chuck yourself up and you'll be fitting ladies and that's it, that's what you're told that's it <laughs> and you don't get told do you know what the worst part, I'm going to fucking break some fucking ceilings here and I'm going to blow some minds do you know what you don't get told about the gooey blob that falls out during, during your ovulation, it's called a cervical mucus plug if you don't have a cervix it's essentially like the sticky stuff that credit cards stick to paper with when you get sent a credit card. And the <laughs> that falls that falls out your vag. It flip flops down your leg like a sticky soldier out of a Christmas cracker. Nobody tells you about this. So you're sixteen in school. A jelly tot has just fell out of your body, and you're like, I've got SARS disease. That's the only explanation for this because surely if this was normal, somebody at some point in my life would have took me aside and went, Ashley, jelly is going to fall out your body and stick to your tights. Not mentioned <laughs> no once. Can you, can you imagine that? Could you if men, if a jelly top fell out a man's cock once a month, there would be posters. Adam Deck would be doing TV adverts to warn them about it. It would be in Biker Grove. Not a single mention in my entire... It wasn't until I was in my 20s. I just said it on stage one day. I just went, fuck it. I'm going to mention this and see if anybody else knows about it. Standing on stage, I was like, is it ever a jelly fight? They're funny. And a room full of women went... <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, nobody had ever spoke about this yeah. in the history of vaginas. And we, half the world has, has this thing. And we mm -hmm. don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Mental. It's yep. one of the things that I was excited to highlight with this podcast is the fact that no one ever talks about this kind of shit because it's women's health. We don't talk about that kind of stuff. We we leave it to the behind closed doors and and under the petticoats. Uh, we can't talk about all the sure. things that go on under there. No, and the other thing, the other thing that I always think with periods, the one thing that every woman experiences and no woman is ever told about is underwear bleaching. Because so many women are like this, this, uh, this, this mark on my pants. It means I am diseased. I'm going to die. Somebody has put bleach into my underwear. I'm the most disgusting, filthy thing. No, actually, that means your vagina is working perfectly. That means that you're clean and you're well. But so many stories have been posted about you know women being like, my boyfriend won't have sex with me because my pants have things on. It's like, does he want a dirty vagina? Or do you rather like a clean vagina that works correctly? You need the correct pH level or it's not excitable for anybody. Like, it... it 
that happens. That's why you have period pants, pants that you wear during times of ovulation and things like that. You keep the sexy pants for the one week where you feel sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if you're lucky to get that if one week. <laughs> If not, you keep them in, keep them in like a silk-lined box. Just. <laughs> I say once again, if a man's cock bleached anything, all my days, <laughs> Des Lynam would have done a fucking show about it in the 70s. Mm. And we would still be watching reruns of my bleachy cock. But no. I yeah. kind of want to see that film there. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so there are so many different aspects of periods and women's health and hygiene that no one talks about. It's not something that in schools is raised. I mean, to be fair, they take from from a UK experience, I can't generalise for most other um, countries, but in a UK experience, they take the um, uh, boys and the girls out to, into separate rooms tell them the, the uh, smallest amount of information that they can get away with to uh, um, avoid having to actually educate them. Um, tell them not to have sex and look at these diseased uh, uh, genitals and, and then send you on your way. Um, and this, to me, is something that is extremely confusing and questionable because surely we should be educating everyone about our our bodies in in a way that's actually useful yeah. <laughs> raises awareness a knock on, there's a knock-on effect that mm. that people don't talk about because we, we can laugh and say well we don't talk about these things but there is a very definite knock-on effect um, one in three women in the uk who are offered their smear test don't get their smear test mm. because they're embarrassed of their vagina and the thing that they're embarrassed about is probably just a normal thing yeah. that that uh, happens to everybody but because nobody's ever talked about it they've internalized it and they're embarrassed and they're ashamed one in three women don't get a test that could detect abnormalities in their cervix and save their lives because of embarrassment yeah they're literally people die in a shame which is so ridiculous and that's mm -hmm. the knock-on effect of raising children to be like don't talk about what comes out of your peepee hole that's what happens when you create that environment. I was very lucky. I had parents who talked about everything, not the jelly top. When I did mention <laughs> this to my mum, I was like, what the fuck is this? She was like, oh, I didn't know either. Like, that's my mum. That's a woman who's had a baby who who didn't know yeah. what that was. And but that's the thing. No one's prepared for it. Like, they're not preparing yeah. people for... for um understanding the differences of our bodies and the uh, and the similarities and the things that we can expect i mean i can if any if my experience is anything to go by then there are a lot of women out there that are sat there thinking about their bodies and going oh dear god what the fuck is wrong with it um is this normal and then when they happen to mention it to their doctors, eight days of period is not normal. And uh, <laughs> being in a uh, bed bound is not normal. Uh, <laughs> and there's endometriosis. But this is the thing, like, so, uh, like there was an article um, actually on, in the news today, which I thought was extremely uh, uh, good timing, um, that uh, uh, one in, um, was it 10 women? have endometriosis in the UK, 
and it takes uh, about 7.5 years to actually get diagnosed with it and there's nothing that they can do about it and often they they're not often the advice is go on pill uh have a baby mm-hmm. and this is quite often the advice that most women are given when they go to the doctors for women's health my mum went to the doctors and was diagnosed with endometriosis at 15, uh, at 15, so 30 odd years ago. And the first thing they said was, well, could you have a kid? That'd be easier. Could you have a kid? And it was like, no, I'm, 50, I'm, not, even, I'm not even at the age of consent. Like, I, no, I can't have a baby right now. And they were like, oh, really? It was like, okay, well, we'll have to do surgery then. It's like, you, you couldn't have posited that before the child suggestion. <laughs> It's a huge issue as well. I mean, I've I've got all this knowledge in my head because I've done fringe shows about these subjects. So I've done like shows where I've spoke to people every day about smear tests or about periods or about things like that. But um, the British Health, the British Heart Foundation had to put out like a thing saying that if you're a woman, be more persistent when you go to the doctors with chest pain because women are like eight times more likely to be told you're overreacting or given heartburn medication for what is a heart attack like just because of your 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 gender you go in and you're like i've got a pain in my chest it's going to be heartburn have some omeprazole and calm down it's never going to be taken seriously and there is a complete bias within medicine it comes from women it comes from men you don't fix it by being angry about it you fix it by discussing it and by you know mentioning it and letting people know when you go to the doctors you really have to i think what you said before we started you have to be your own advocate and medically you have to be your own advocate over mm-hmm. and over and over again and you it's painful it's and it's exhausting. annoying and you get yeah. <laughs> and it creates an environment where um women with quite a lot of health problems for example <laughs> the two hosts here um get a a genuine fear of uh going to the doctors and this is something that i i keep on trying to emphasize in this podcast is that you really need to keep fighting keep putting it out there do not back down do not uh, um uh, have that fear of going to the doctors you have to be persistent because you are the only one that is going to fight your corner the end of the day the doctors aren't going to fight your corner because they've got 10 minutes to get you out of the door and honestly they would rather have done with the entire situation than than take the time to to have to deal with more complicated cases um and when it comes to periods most most doctors um are here's the pill on your way and like i said i'm i'm not keen on taking the pill because it's not really changed since the 60s yeah i mean that worries me that something in medicine is just like oh it's fine bye i was on pills for um not just general pills just like the contraceptive pills um (laughs) (laughs) just 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 to be specific the contraceptive pill um for um over 10 years uh, because when I was 15, they immediately put me on the pill because I was passing out when I was having a period. Um, no one thought to go, do you think maybe she's got endometriosis? I'm like, nah, nah, her will be right. Here's a pill. Um, and I, I was on and off different 
pills for over 10 years and I was I was miserable I was constantly bleeding I was constantly having the same issues I was constantly having mood swings people genuinely thought that I was psychotic because I had like such bad mood swings and erratic behavior because of all these pills that I was on and the moment that I came off suddenly it was like I'd got my personality back because that's how much they can impact a, a person's like general like brain activity their 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 personalities their functioning it's it's not something to take as lightly as doctors are seeming to take it it's yeah but if i do get could get pregnant you'd be guaranteed there'd be a much better solution there is there is i i, I don't like i always i'm nervous about coming off as like bitter or you're just a man hater actually you're just a man hater but there is definitely a medical bias, it's a proven medical bias, and men's health issues are important, but there is more being done in terms of discussion on um, television and media about those issues than there is about ours. That is just a fact, that is just a statistical fact. Um, ours are ushered into corners of special interest. Men's health is put front and centre, like Good Morning Britain, where you've got the guy from Love Island whose brother had testicular cancer showing their balls on television so that you can see, which is fucking brilliant. Show men how to self-check, mm -hmm. but also show women how to check for lumps. Show women the signs. Talk about... Because a big part of being able to diagnose what's wrong with your period is being able to talk about the, the viscosity, the colour. Mm -hmm. Is that a normal colour? Is that a normal shape? Should lumps be falling out my body? Is that normal? And the more you can't discuss that, the, the more people are, are putting their life at risk, again, for shame and embarrassment. And across all the boards, we should be getting rid of shame and embarrassment. Let's mm. talk about poop as well. Fuck it, let's go for it. <laughs> It's Very all the best so. diagnostic things is actually being able to talk about it. But I, and I will say as well, though, for all the issues that we're having, I feel twice as not sorry because that's a it's a very pitying thing. But I really do feel for trans people as well because imagine being a trans mask dude. Like one of my best friends is a trans mask dude. Mm -hmm. They haven't had bottom surgery. They don't want to, as far as I am aware. But obviously they're going to have to go for a smear test at some point, and I can't imagine the kind of fucking ridicule or difficulty they're going to have trying to get that sorted. Um, I mean, that's the thing, isn't like, it? It's not, not just women have periods. <clears throat> yeah. Like, let's just put that out there. Not just women have periods. And there is also an increase of um, uh, cancers um, associated with the... Um, uh, transition using certain uh, hormones so they actually genuinely have to go and have more regular checks and uh -huh. the thing is is this this is again something that's not talked about because it's it, it's the amount of risk that um a, a person goes through when transitioning is is extreme it's it's not something mm -hmm. to, that's taken lightly it's not something that is just gone oh you know i just kind of fancied a change it's <laughs> something that actually is genuinely like 
you are putting yourself in in, in at risk in so many different ways to to do this and it's it should be taken seriously it should be talked about it should be something that we all realize that that it's they people are going through the similar situations but in it's not talked about and it's it's hidden away and it should be more talked about exactly when i said that when you're young you're taught that one half fits all when it comes to menstruation and in the giant spectrum of us beautiful human beings there is so many in-betweens and differences and things i mean just from the perspective of, of cis women not everybody's butt is the same shape not everybody's vagina fits that fucking tiny sanitary table that's designed for women with the tiniest pussies in the entire right. world not everybody can wear a tampon day in day out because some of us feel like it's a constant intrusion yeah not everybody can wear a moon cup because some of us are icky about touching stuff in public toilets um there's a huge big spectrum of of difference throughout it and how it affects people who are neurodiverse again mm -hmm. something that's never discussed i'm on the autism spectrum when my hormones go mad i can go fully almost psychotic because my brain can't cope with what's happening with all my chemicals inside me but nobody ever talks about that nobody ever talks about that and so yeah it, this isn't just a a, a, a muggle problem <laughs> magical spectrum of human problem and it should be constantly discussed and i think that we're getting to this stage um again i can only look at it from my perspective but in terms of media and presence and stuff you've got male alpha male comedians talking about their daughter's first period and you know if they start doing it more than maybe it will be okay for us i know that's a terrible thing but it is the fucking world we live in and if bert kritchner whatever his name is is talking about his daughter's period on jimmy fallon that's a good thing that's a good thing for everybody and good men allies non-bleeders talk about it as well and make us feel less weird and don't just don't just go oh is that you and your period because you've got no fun the, the, again i hate to quote science but they did uh they did a medical test um and some women's period pain is the equivalent of a heart attack that's the pain the pain level is the same as a severe heart attack but in your arsehole imagine that <laughs> yeah i feel like it's um one way that i can think of um giving um men a perspective of um what trying to even find a good sanitary product is like is the same as condoms right not all condoms fit all men and mm -hmm. it's one of those things that you know there are various sizes different makes different uh um uh varieties flavors whatever <laughs> your sense um that that will work better for you because you know it's all based around whether or not it, uh, you get the same level of pleasure out of wearing that particular condom um Think of that, but with a product that is taxed 
um, a, a product that isn't talked about. We're not given instruction manuals. Um, the companies advertise it as um, uh, here's a something with a cup of water. Yeah. And also imagine that condom could flip over by accident, get stuck to your pubes, and rip yeah. them all out. Um, yeah, that will happen. Imagine Dry blood that is a nightmare. It, um, it can give you um, toxic, uh, toxic shock if you don't change it regularly enough. Um, mm -hmm. Imagine that you need to violate yourself um, every however many times you have to use them, but no one tells you how to use them, but you have to shove a piece of cardboard up your uh, uh, junk and then somehow push something through it and that's supposed to be comfortable. And um, if you're a woman, that is never going to happen. Our arms are too short. It's never going to happen. Yes. Truth then be told. It needs to be on the little leaflets. If you get a, a big fat arse, this is, this is not easy. You have to be able work. to put one leg up on a toilet pan, get some oh, yeah. sort of balancing. And then you're stuck there for three days. Also, it's just all gone wrong. Well, that's how we do it, isn't it? We just get stuck there and we just bleed out into this various sink or tile area and then we just wipe it up when we can move again. I think <laughs> you're definitely doing it wrong. I don't know what you've not been told, but don't do it over a sink. First things first, you're going to get clots. They are going to fuck up your sink. Don't do that. And uh, also, don't use always pads. I tell you this, if you're a person that doesn't bleed and you're buying them for people that do bleed, personally, I hate always pads. They always stink of lavender. And I do not want to smell like an old woman for a week. Oh. Please fuck oh. off. Uh, like Even when you change the pad and you use a different brand, still lavender. Everything smells like lavender. I don't want to smell like Earl Grey tea. Please stop. Don't use oh scented products. Jesus, no. For, for just... just Anyone who's buying them for someone or using them, do not use scented products. Do not use deodorants. Do not use mm -hmm. any of those things. Do not Central try and, and cover that area with, with anything that could potentially detriment your natural flora and fauna because it, it, it's not going to end well for you. No. And no one the tells you that. Yeah. Because my when... dad, my dad buys me my sanitary products because he's yeah. a sweet man, and um, I had to say, Dad, I, I can't. I need the ones that are like really long that'll go from my front to my back, <laughs> and they can't smell. So my dad is very severely dyslexic, and he can't read nor write. And he's in the late night Tesco, which is where he likes to go. He's a very autistic man. He's got a special outfit that he wears for going out. And he's literally walking up and down the Tesco aisle. My mum's just fucked off and left him because she's like, this is too embarrassing. He's walking up and down the Tesco aisle, sniffing sanitary towels. Oh, bless! It's okay, that's what oh, I do. That's so sweet, though. <laughs> this, no, but this little spotty, like, the little kid from The Simpsons almost like, yeah, can I help you? Comes up. And my dad's like, out loud, in the Tesco's, my mum said she could hear him from the cereal aisle, goes... Do you have any non-scented sanitary towels? The scented ones make my daughter's vagina itch. Don't worry, she's an adult. <laughs> True, scented ones do. Oh. And I'm like, oh my mum's my phoning me as she runs out of the Tesco. It's like, he's just told all Tesco that you've got itchy funny. We could never come back. <laughs> We've got to find a new supermarket. 
we'll try a little they go in for that thing more around there Lidl has befriended every person in Lidl and we can never go there ever Mm. he loves a supermarket he loves talking shit to poor people who have got his stack shelves and he's like "Mm, did you know that it's France week next week did you did you to meet your dad (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh there was something else I was going to say and it's just completely fucked off out my brain. No, I remember. Yes. So just in terms of why you don't use scented products, uh, your word flora was actually absolutely correct there because the vagina has a very, very, very delicate pH balance. And you probably remember this in school with that big like fucking thing with red on one end and green on one end. It's like, oh, don't go too far that way. Don't go too far that way. It's either acid or alkaline. And basically you don't want baking soda in your bag and you don't want vinegar either. It needs to be right in the middle. You don't, if it smells like either one of those ends, you've got a fucking problem. So go to a doctor. It's got to be mm. right in the middle. But when you start introducing scented things, it starts to mess up that because obviously alkalines and acids have different smells. So you don't want to be covering anything. And it, yeah, they can because obviously it's just chemicals next to a, a very a moist, warm area, to put it very blandly. You get problems. You don't introduce things that can are a fertile breeding ground to warmer, moist areas. You just don't do it. You just don't do it. You, no. Like just dicks. Don't. don't introduce those. <laughs> <laughs> Consensually, you may introduce dicks. <laughs> but... <laughs> yes. Oh, there you go. The pH of a vagina is about the same pH of beer. I don't recommend a taste test, depending what time I, of month I also it is, don't but... recommend trying to combine the two either. Um... <laughs> not the yeast we needed. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you do not. You do not want yeast up in there. Um, <laughs> which again is something that people do not talk about. Very often, women can get yeast infections, and no one tells them when that is like what to look out for or what it is that they should be experiencing throughout their month because their general it just generally changes throughout mm-hmm. the month and different things can change the like look, I'm just going to come out and say it the discharge that comes out of you right discharge in general is pretty normal but there are different types of discharge Mm-hmm. But everyone talks nothing. about it. Oh dear! I think that there's like I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but because since lockdown, it's been mainly sitting on a computer seat with a sweaty butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not been pleasant. Like I've I've realised that, and I'm like I need to be more careful of my vagina overheating as I sit on a gaming seat for five hours playing The Sims trying to get my sim pregnant as many times as possible (laughs) (laughs) and then i've got bunk beds so it's like so much easier but um it's like you've all of these things it's like men don't put your laptop directly on your bobby because that'll like fry your baby your baby bobs Mm -hmm. your little your little snicky snocks and what are they called sperm (laughs) okay i see A snicky snork. Little, little swimmers, little swimmers, gotcha. But yeah, actually, I've just imagined the perfect way to describe it a little bit. Just imagine ball sweat forever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> My husband in the room is just like, oh. No, ball sweat. 
yeah, yeah. You don't want that. You don't like it. You never want it. You never put anything hot near your lap because uh, of the ball sweat. And then just imagine that forever. And then they try and sell you fucking lavender f- scented pads to put in just to be like, coconut foam. And you're like, no, I don't. I don't want to smell like a warm bounty. Please leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, blood doesn't smell anyway. And if it does, it just smells like pennies. You yeah. have probably eaten a penny as a child. Stop being weird. Is that right? This is something that I've always wanted to talk about. The smell. You can tell about when, what part of your cycle you're on yeah. because you yep. smell different and you can smell pheromones during ovulation. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Also, right? No one talks there about is, it. Like, a, there's a smell. I don't know if you have ever experienced this, but like, there is like, a time where something will happen and things will align and I will give off a scent where literal men will come up to me in the street who would never talk to me and they'll be like, do you want to see a video of me doing kickboxing? And I'm like, look, this has happened to me when I've just been stood in the street and a man, a big man has walked up and went, do you want to see a video of me doing kickboxing? And I'm like, no. And he's like, no, just watch it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I've walked seven steps and another man's been like, hello, what's your name? And I'm like, what? what is it? And I'm giving off, I know it. There is an mm. essence of like fertility and something coming out my shoot and it's making them all go mental. Despite the fact yeah. that you've broken out in spots because your hormones yeah. have changed. I look like Uncle Fester, but I'm like, what the fuck is happening? But you're exuding. Yeah. It's, it's the Uncle Fester, it's the Tipex discharge, because that's what you get a week before you actually go, because that's basically it going, I've landed a baby! Send the signals! You know, it's like the white smoke whenever they elect a new pope. It's just like new eggs been laid off, they fucking go. And my nipples are persistently hard because my boobs have swollen, so I've just got like pokey nipples that if I move, ache. And then some man's like, Do you want to see me do some really fast punching? I'm like, No. (laughs) I just want to go home and take off my broth, thank you. Leave me and my little egg alone. We don't want your shninky schnunks knees. We don't want this to develop any further than it already has, thank you very much. (laughs) But yes. It was there was another thing that I was wanting to bring up about the whole uh, comparison with the sweaty balls. Uh, yes, I am bringing up the sweaty balls again. Um, yes, yes, the ball so, yes. on that topic of um, maybe during uh, uh, lockdown, you've been experiencing a bit more of a uh, um, unpleasant uh, um, area. Um, it's wet a gash. Just say it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's usually because of the kind of underwear. Uh, that you're wearing um your area needs to breathe and synthetic materials do not allow your junk to breathe you need to be wearing cotton underwear i know they're not the sexy ones i know they're not the sexy ones usually the sexy ones are are often all sorts of uh uh, strange and unusual uh man-made materials but it's the thing that gives your um junk the best environment for it to stay healthy um so really the period panties that you're usually wearing uh, um during that uh, um time of the month is is the stuff that you should be wearing most of the time around the month before seven period pant person i want a big pan i don't want anything up the shucks in my arse i don't want no. it again i'm autistic i don't like labels rubbing me i don't like fabrics that feel weird i need 
a specific cut of pant and it's like the same pant I've been wearing since I was eight and I don't want any other form of pant and I get yeah. quite annoyed that there's not more options for me on like Savage X Fenty of safety pants hmm. without frou-frou or jaggy bits or sh like I don't want jaggy points on my pants no, no, I don't like understand why they exist or that no. really shitty lacing that turns into like cobwebs after you wash it once it's like ah no fuck off and never wearing you again and, yeah, I oh. don't understand why there are uh, wash labels on underwear like, why, why would you want that? What, what possible benefit does that have? But like, did you know they were meant to be, like, washed in the sweat of virgins to keep their purity? Honestly, if you don't have the label, how do you know? How do you know? But no, just have it one of those little, like, stapled-on labels. It's fine. We're going to take it out anyway. Again. Oh, dear. Right. So, um, we've got a few questions to move on to here, so let's... Yeah. <laughs> Before we move on, we did. I did distract from you talking about the smell of your period. Is there anything else you'd like to say about the smell of your period? Because I started talking about the kickboxing man outside Sainsbury's. Um, Is there anything else? Because I know that that you've got your tinny smell, and then it goes into yeah. more of like an Iron Age. Like yeah. in my yeah. head, yeah. there's yeah. like it's Dark Age Iron Age. And then... <laughs> Literally like a day before apocalypse. Like a day before I feel like a wolf because I'm just like, there's blood in the air. Yeah. There is no blood anywhere else. Where is this coming where, where from? Where is it coming oh. from? Where is it coming? It's like, quickly find the bleached panties. <laughs> we must locate them and go get the body formed. We need the ultra long winged ones because fuck if they're moving about. I don't want them to move. And, oh, uh, God. Uh, yeah. I still the find the winged ones, ones move. I they still, do a bit. They just they swivel do a bit. round. I, it's like, but that's the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah they, they do a bit, but I do I do personally really like the body form ones because they're cheaper as well, which is good. But they they don't like some of the. I'm just for clarity. Some of the pads you get, if and the people that menstruate will be like, don't get those. They actually bunch up. So you know how like cat litter gets all clumped when it gets peed on. You get that in your pants, and you don't want to accidentally sit on a rock of blood, and it, it's not comfy, and it's not good. And you know you want it to you want it to fit that little fucking flower shape it does on it to, to draw the blood away and keep the thing flat. Otherwise, it's just the worst. It's just the worst. Something that we also one... could do. We're talking more about is um, the fact that no one ever tells you how much to actually expect. Like how much blood is is a normal amount of blood? How much should you be filling? the pad what should it look like what's that goop what is <laughs> yeah. the color why is it clotting what the fuck yeah. is that like... why is there something that looks like a gigantic blood clot here uh yeah. was i pregnant did i literally miscarry what the fuck is that and it's like no that's 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 just lining it's fine it's like oh i wish somebody had told me <laughs> But nobody does nobody does and the other thing oh right okay the other thing that nobody tells you is sometimes your period pain is really 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 bad and sometimes the only thing that can help that period pain is a wank and it's not pretty it's not like your romantic time with yourself it's a pretty fucking i need to get this done because i know that it's gonna help the agonizing pain i'm in 
It but, relieves it for like this amount of time. Yeah, <laughs> but that amount of time when yes. you're in like fucking dire situations, there can be that just hit of endorphin that just get you through to the next dose of painkillers that mm-hmm. can fill in that gap and it's a true fact. Google yeah. it, but don't Google it weird. Google it good. Yeah. <laughs> don't use Bing. Whatever you do, do not use Bing. Never you use just Bing. Why is Bing so stupid? What happened to her? She's like the. <laughs> she's the. She is genuinely the most autistic search engine because she will search the exact literal <laughs> thing you've searched for and not not at all think outside the box she'll be like love eggs and she'll take you to a site about oh people who love eggs and you're like you're a stupid bitch I hate <laughs> you I want you to send me to Bombadara or Love Honey or something I didn't want to look <clears throat> my god right okay cool. I, I've literally I watch I it anyway <laughs> I do this thing every day and I'm like every day I'm like you're gonna learn from me because you're a computer and that's what you should do and every day she's like did you mean and I'm like no Bing no I did not fucking mean that you stupid cow every day you search something there's a man sat in an office somewhere else just like what's the fucking funniest thing I can send back just I hate Bing I hate her right anyway so you're just using it out of spite now Next question. Um, how were you specifically told about puberty and periods? In an educational format from a Welsh nun, that's not a joke. She was called Mrs. Waitman. She came into school. She said, you're going mm. to bleed a little bit. I went home. I told my mum. My mum as a comedian and told me that a brick was going to fall out my vagina and that was my first period and I'd have to wait and that's how I would know like how tall I'd grow or something she thought it was funny and made up this whole story about how a giant brick would fall out my vagina I'd have to wrap it up get to a hospital get it weighed and that was your first day as a woman and then I believed that for like a week told everybody <laughs> oh, um, oh, no. <laughs> And then my mum was like, oh no, lol. <laughs> <laughs> and then she they pretty much told me the basics of what I need to know. But again, I think because they come from a generation where it's like, you just deal with it. You know, we've gone through three-day work weeks, power cuts, and bin men not doing anything, and Thatcher. So just, just get on with it and stop your moaning. <laughs> what happened when you finally got your period i was in china alone mm. um on a school trip mm. on the great wall of china Oof. and i literally started my period on a wonder of the world um and did you I just mark had... it <laughs> sent it as your this own is my <laughs> i didn't have clean pants and i had oh, to go no. to a chinese bodega and try and buy pants off a chinese <laughs> woman who literally pointed at me and shouted white giant and um, I had to go buy pint pants and I bought boy pants by accident and they were trying to tell me those are boys pants and I didn't, it was a language thing and I couldn't take anybody with me so I'm just a lonely white child <laughs> in a shop in China trying to buy pants off women who are shouting at me in Chinese why is she buying pants for little boys? and I'm like, why are you shouting at me? <laughs> I've got my first period and they're like who is she why white giant 
here are pants and I'm like no I want those pants and then I bought boy pants and then I went back to this hotel and like squeezed myself into little little Chinese boys pants <laughs> little Chinese schoolboys boys wife fronts and for my mum oh, oh bless oh my goodness and that was my first <laughs> In fact, so it wasn't mine, but a friend of when I was younger, uh, we went on a school trip to Wales actually, and uh, it, we were all about eleven or or twelve, so we weren't quite expecting to get periods just yet, like a little little bit longer. But I do remember one girl, and I won't name her because it's a little bit embarrassing, but we had to do shared showers, so you'd wear a swimsuit and you'd go in with another girl, and then you'd face the wall and do this while the other girl stripped off and, and cleaned, and then you'd swap, and it was like, okay, this is weird. Okay, we could have just used these one at a time. Whatever. Um, but one girl got her period at that exact moment, and so it was just like the scene in The Fucking Shining. And uh, all I remember is her screaming and crying, and the teacher calming her down, and then her mum hmm. had to drive from Somerset to Wales to pick her up and drive her home. Instead of a teacher just being like, here's Sajri Tal, like, go tell one of the other kids, it'll be fine. Like, her mum had to just, like, drop work and drive five hours to pick up her kid across the border. Oh, my goodness. That was... And then we saw her next week, like, you're right. Like, oh, God. <laughs> we had a good time. We saw dolphins. Like... <laughs> Jesus. How about you, Artemis? Do you want to share your uh, your experience? I literally do not remember. I literally oh, don't really? remember. Oh, yeah. look at you with your non-traumatizing first I, period. Right? <laughs> like, my mum and dad were always very, very, very chill about this kind of thing. To the point where my dad was like, look, when you get your period, and I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? He was like, you know, if you need chocolate, I'll get you chocolate. If you need pads, we can get pads. If you prefer tampons. And I was like... I don't want to talk about this, but cool, thank you very much. And so it literally really never was the, the case that it was a problem or anything like that. My problem's more been dudes being like, oh, periods. I'm like, yes, do you literally not have a mother, girlfriend, sister, cousin, aunt, any of those things? Have you never met a menstruating person before? And it's like, no, it's like, pretty sure you have, and you're just being an <laughs> asshole about it. Pretty sure you're just being a dick. But I've I've literally made it my my point as a, like when i've been a teacher and things like that for it i've still had period talks with the male students it's like we're talking about games design but first pads like let's just prepare you for something but yes it's most of what i experienced was absolutely fine it was only as i got older and i actually needed to like like have a smear test and things like that i was like mom i'm confused because uh obviously they they when, so when you have a smear test, for anyone who doesn't know, you go and you get what's called a speculum, which is... Well, that's the thing! Like, people think it's this massive fucking made out of concrete. <laughs> like, fucking just shear it apart, and then you <laughs> straight through there. Wait, no, is no, it? It's, no! <laughs> a speculum is Having tiny. had several. <laughs> yeah, no, the speculums are... You, they were very small. It really didn't hurt that bad at all. Mm. It a was, weird humble brag, like my speculum was tiny. My little <laughs> I think that would have been a problem, actually. So, no, ooh, let's drop, drop myself in that one. Uh, no, so, but at the same time, I was just like, I'm not particularly bothered by this. And I went in, and it was done. And then she was just like, okay, bye. I'm like, all right, see you later. What, what, what are you? I know. 
I'm sorry, I but I've had metal ones. Okay, you've had the metal one. I've had the metal yeah. one, and I said this, and people were like, they don't use them they, anymore, and I'm like, they fucking do. They fucking yeah. do. It's like, annoying. It does sound like strangling a seagull, I will say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they, don't, they don't warn you, and some of them forget the lube. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and... <laughs> and some of us have issues with um uh things uh, penetrating those areas um mm. and it's a genuine um illness that uh, um means that anything that goes up there without lots of preparation um is literally like being split in half so Fair enough, then. it's it's one of those things again they don't tell you about they don't talk to people about it. It's the same with um, going for um, STD checks. You, it, it, there's all sorts of weird and wonderful things that happen during those that um, they don't, they don't tell you about. And you're in the waiting room shitting yourself going, what the fuck is going to happen in here? And it's much worse than you ever thought. <laughs> I'm going to show my privilege off just now. I went to get an STD check once, walked into the waiting room and two of the nurses were like, you did your Christmas party! And I was like, I am leaving! And I went private because I was like, not gonna... No. I, I, do not, I've, I do comedy for a lot of NHS people, a lot of people who work in STD clinics, and they will chat shit about their patients. If you're an MC, like, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in a vagina? They'll fucking tell you! And I'm like, I am not gonna be that person, so I'm gonna pay somebody I'm not content. <laughs> so that I can wear a mask and never reveal like the massive vagina and never reveal but yeah speculums worst thing ever yeah. they uh, do you get because I've got bad like penetration issues and they give me a district nurse lady who holds my hand <laughs> while it happens I mean I usually get a nurse that um will talk me through it mm -hmm. um and is understanding of of that situation because otherwise they're not getting anything up there <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> just fucking concrete doors no like, yeah. much. so basically much. my vagina is like uh teeth uh <laughs> anything that goes film. up there <laughs> Nope, nope. <laughs> um, just, actually, there is an amazing. I'm just going to jump in there. Key and peel sketch. There's an amazing key and key and peel sketch. Very NSFW, um, but about two very Christian ladies, and they're talking about what they would do if they ever met the devil. And one of one of the the gents, obviously, as one of these Christian ladies, is like, "I'm just going to tighten up my pussy and crack that fucker off." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it is the." funniest shit i've ever seen and oh my god oh my god oh. you have to watch that not that vaginas can really do that but you can break a dick yeah you can actually snap a penis oh yeah so yeah. don't irritate anyone while you're uh in 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 there yeah no none of that funny shit where you think that you can hold on and see how long they uh, uh um uh, you can uh, stay in there while uh uh, uh you know, your friends jump out of the closet or whatever because <laughs> your, your your penis is gonna get snapped. Yes, <laughs> and that one needs can still reach the buttocks or testes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Unless you're very short, but then, you know, there's other things. But... <laughs> That's what knees are for. <laughs> <laughs> but... oh, and, yeah, 
a very quick aside, and I will just say this, and it's going to mm. be a little gross, but we should probably we should probably do this talk with uh, men or masked people yeah. at some point, people with penises, simply because yes, gents, if you never have, please wash your dicks, and I say that because. As women have to look after their vaginas to keep them healthy, men's will create discharges as well that you don't necessarily know about. And uh, it's called dick cheese, and it's called that for a reason. You don't want it. We don't want it. We ain't going anywhere near it. Just please wash. Please. I didn't know that there was people not washing parts of their body. Well, I, I think it very much comes from the same thing that puts women down for having bodily functions it puts men down as well don't touch your dick it's gay and you know the, the, the moral panic against feminism affects people with penises as well so much so that some of them are afraid to touch themselves to keep clean because they're told that it's wrong and yes washing is not a feminine trait please wash oh but wash. definitely wash your wash yes. your bits also um, my friend is had a important Yes. Fringe and minge rule, which you can take with you for your peen and your, I don't know, your teeth and your teeth. Keith. <laughs> They're your teeth. <laughs> your teeth and your teeth. Keep them both. They're your priorities. She was a business lady. She was a fringe and minge girl, but that's your, that's your priority. Yeah, just just clean yourselves. Look after yourselves, no matter what kind of bodily parts you have, because yes. you're going to wish you did if you don't. <laughs> And on an aside, with the with the uh, whole cleaning your uh, uh, dick thing, um, some men have have foreskins, others do not. You're going to have to actually peel the foreskin back to clean properly, because otherwise it's it's gonna it's gonna keep it in there and it's gonna percolate and then bad things happen. Get okay. right. <laughs> Yeah, you will have to go to a doctor. Yes, so it's like those explodes as you put the lid on. That's the kind of shit you're going to be dealing with. Except it's not ink; it's a nightmare. Do you know what? You're definitely going to have to have men on to talk about this, or because I don't have a peen and I can't discuss how best to clean a peen. But there must be it must be a hard conversation to have about keeping your peen clean because yeah. every time i watch a documentary about serial killers it's always somebody whose mum cleaned their penis too hard as a child <laughs> who, who it usually is something to killer. do with uh so with that, i yeah. think that's a, that's a tenuous mm. difficult subject to broach so don't clean it too hard or you might end up choking women um <laughs> Chicken a bit too fucking far. Don't choke hens. Just don't choke anyone. Don't choke people, but keep your penis clean. <laughs> Just try and do both. I know it's difficult. <laughs> if both hands are so clean and you choke, none are free to choke anyone. So, <laughs> so much that. I need to unpack with that one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to distract. If anyone wants to come and talk about their penis on the podcast, please yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, not in a sexy way. Um, no. Right. Um, I, I will distract with telling my own uh, um, uh, period starting story. Um, just to just to distract from this conversation. Uh, <laughs> I think it needs a palate cleanser. I think it just stands <laughs> as is. I stand by it. Nobody else said it. I said it. I, no, I can stand I by it as well. Want. 
no, no, it's fine. We, we will all take equal responsibility in yeah, the deep no, cleaning. No, no. <laughs> I was equal responsibility, definitely. Um, no, so um, for me, I obviously had the school talk um, where they told us that it's all well and good, you know, it's a, it just happens once a month. It'll be, uh, um, it'll be okay, you know, it'll... Uh, um, all be under control you might be in a little bit of pain and, and and there'll be a little bit of bleeding but don't worry um my mother refused to talk to me about it um i knew that she had a lot of severe issues um herself um with periods and um she had a, an ectopic pregnancy and and stuff like that. so i had a quite a knowledge of like how it had affected her but um she refused to talk to me about what was going to happen or or what to expect and it genuinely just happened like at home luckily um but i literally thought i was dying because so much blood had come out <laughs> me <laughs> that i was not prepared for that kind of situation um uh, from what the uh school had said it, it was going to be this tiny pitiful amount that you might not even notice and and i would it looked like a fucking murder scene i it was just horrendous and i was screaming in the bathroom and my mum thought i was like i don't know uh, uh, something terrible had happened my stepdad uh, ran out of the house um to go and sort um uh, the dogs because he didn't want to be around with for whatever it was that was happening um, <laughs> um and yeah um and then um the next day i passed out because i was in so much pain and so much blood um like, like oh no what's wrong are you okay are you talking about your period again, Mum? <laughs> she actually knows when I'm on my period and she follows me around the house because she can tell that something's wrong. She has to come and check on me in the yeah. toilet because mm -hmm. she can tell and she won't leave me alone. So, yeah. If I'm, if I'm on my period and wearing pyjama pants, my cat will literally get inside my pyjama pants. And then I'm just like, could you get out of here? I have, I have to arrange all of this fucking machinery right now. And, you know, just like, Titan, get... And he's just like, Aah! I'm like, no! Not right now! Go! Fucking <laughs> cat. But, yeah, no, it's, it's serious. They just don't prepare you for, for what to expect. It's all, all fine and dandy. It's all going to be a little bit of blood and it's all going to be fine. Yeah, no, I... School sex ed is horrendous to the point where I am still considering because I, I wanted to be a paramedic when I was younger and then uh, they were like, you got this and I'm like, oh fuck, so I can't be a paramedic because I can't be called on to save somebody's life in a situation where someone's paying me to in case they get sued. So that's fine, but it means I could train to be a sex ed teacher because my sex ed teachers were like, it's, it's called media. And then the kids are like, fucking her! And they cry and hide behind a piano or something like that. Um, they happened in the music classrooms, not just because a piano appeared. But... <laughs> I like the idea that a piano just drops out. <laughs> just for the teacher, this the is your mind. period. But the thing... <laughs> I mean, kind of that. But I do remember on one year having um, having sex ed, they'd done the whole period talk and they'd separated the boys and girls into other classrooms to talk about <laughs> testicles and boobs and things like that. And 
one kid tried to take some condoms uh and this was the bad boy in the class. You knew he was probably just going to blow him up, fill him up with water or something stupid like that. But he probably also was having sex. A rowdy 15 or 15 inch year old, you know, that it's going to happen. And the teacher was, teacher took them all back off him and said, if you want these, you can make an appointment with the school nurse. You can put your name down on the thing outside the room. And I'm like, no 15 year old is going to go and ask, a, you know, a, a, a elderly woman for condoms to register on a fucking thing to say that he's accepted condoms five kids were pregnant that year in in my year in my year oh my not God. even in my school in my year one of them dropped out to have the baby another miscarried because they didn't know anything about that either and it was just like uh, all these children are inflating. What's going on? It's like, oh, they're 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 preggers. Some of them bite each other actually in that sex ed class. So that's interesting. And it's just like, like literally in sex ed, they were just like, yeah. And at the same time, you might think, oh, you know, it's fine. We know about periods now. We can we can just have sex after the period. And it's like, yes, but did you know there's only a one week gap between finishing your period and being able to get pregnant again? And they sometimes do overlap, especially if you have something like having two uteruses or anything like that because uh, your egg production could be all kinds of fucked up and it, it, basically you could get pregnant pretty much at any time you can even get pregnant in the butt did you know that you can get pregnant through anal sex because <laughs> the skin that links the vaginal passage and the anus can split very easily well, well, there's not a lot that gives me the bulk and makes me feel sick, but I am not into butt stuff. Yeah, I have, I've investigated it, I've thought about it, <laughs> I've said... I've written an essay and it's just not for me. No, like I said, I went to my friend Bill, Bill's a power bottom, I was like, what do I need to do? He was like, you need to clean first. I was like, Bill, I don't hoover my room before I fuck, I'm not getting my fucking... <laughs> I'm not getting a scoosh up my arsehole for that. Yeah. Thank you very much. But it's too much hard work. And I think yeah. a lot of the people, a lot of the women I've talked to who are like, I love anal sex are usually the girls who are like, I don't have many female friends. Guys just love me. And I'm like, you're talking shit. You're talking, I don't believe you. You're you're a liar and there's something sneaky. You've started a conspiracy. I think it's like the Illuminati, but with arseholes. And I think that... <laughs> There is a lie being created by people who protect men. I get it. They've got a wee button up there that makes them go, boo <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, the men, your G spot is in your ass, I'm afraid. Just and in that's... case you yeah, know. So, My any of you that are being all like, Ooh, I don't, I don't want to uh, uh, be fucked up the butt by a girl because you know it's 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 it makes me gay if I do that. That's where your fucking pleasure zone is. Get behind, mm -hmm. get with the times. Try it. Boys, you're the people who should be getting butt stuff done. Yeah, her bums are just bums. They're just they're just waste disposal units. Leave them alone. Yours, a wonderland. Yeah, you've got the fucking pleasure dome in it. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Peggy Mitchell. Okay. <laughs> I'll put on the blonde wig, I'll ring the bell, and we'll fucking go to town. <laughs> but yes, back to, the, back to the main point. Yeah, if you do have some fairly rough, unprepared penetrative sex in the butt, you can get pregnant. So that's why you need to use condoms, and as that's aside from the whole. I mean, uh, there are many reasons. Why you need to use I'm saying that's another reason why as well. It's not like you can just say, "Well, it's fine." Period. We'll just do that stuff. It's like no, because if you are ovulating and that fucker gets through, 
Just because the butt self-cleans does not mean that it is clean enough for you to put your dick in there without a condom, okay? And in, in oh, God, oh, wait, I, oh, I just had something in my head as well and I've lost it again. God damn me, I'm useless. It <laughs> It'll come back to me later. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Right. Now. Any any other questions about sexual conspiracy theories? Because I've got lots of thoughts. It's become a myth. I mean, oh. I'm happy to go no. into uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, but um, sorry, I've got the boring ones of like uh, um, any other um, uh, utterly crappy things about your period that people don't talk about. And what do people need to understand about this aspect of women's lives? Well, we're on the subject of bums. Um, butt pain. The sharp, oh weird, shitty pain up your butt that makes you think you're dying. That nobody that feels like you've been like skewered. It's it's a weird thing and it's something that happens to you. Also, like leg pain. I thought that I had like diabetes because I had weird like numbness in my legs during my period, but just one of those things that happens constipation mm. or, or yes. flying poop <laughs> yeah i one find it's other. the constipation and then the period hits and the cramping then uh, um well it solves the constipation problem that's for sure uh, oh, coding, it doesn't. oh my god no true when i'm on the tramadol it's like yes shove center into my face please give me the orange juice Anything, just anything, please. Prunes? No, nah, not going that far, but still. <laughs> no not one needs prunes. <laughs> Use one of those little glycol things that you put up your butt for when you've got the really bad constipation. <clears throat> oh, that'll fucking clean you out. They're great. <laughs> They're an emergency. They're like break the glass in case of an emergency <laughs> moment. But when you get to that moment of everything, all your medicine has. Got a thing against you, and you're literally got like a baby poo stuck behind you. <laughs> oh, I just end up thinking of fucking Austin Powers and Fat Bastard. It's like it's a turtle head poking out, and I'm like, <laughs> there are things need to be done, there are steps need to be taken, and that's like my break the glass glycolic thing that the doctor gave that you put up your butthole. You wait for a couple of hours, and then you can finally shit, and it's like. <laughs> <sighs> Well, because cramping as well on periods, they cause so much pressure around your stomach, your ribs sometimes, because the pressure will just keep going up if it hasn't got anywhere else to go. And yeah, you combine that with swelling, literal swelling in most places, to be honest, because it will happen a bit of everywhere. And with, yeah, random shooting butt pains and random shooting cramps, where it's just like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I am doubled over screaming. I'm fine. Like, it just comes and goes. And then sometimes it will come for like two minutes. You're like, have I breathed at all in the last two minutes oh no that's better that's helpful i forgot to breathe Ow. Exactly. the migraine that comes because of the hormone imbalance and you get like weird food cravings before it and then during it i can't eat anything like i, I so many times i've got just before my period i'm like oh i'm really hungry i'm going to treat myself i'm going to get a delivery i've ordered the delivery it arrives my period started i can't eat a thing because that's as soon as i start bleeding i'm like my appetite has gone i feel sick i feel ill and that's it and then for three days i'm like oh i can only take water and chew ice <laughs> chips 
and then <laughs> I'm hungry again and it, it's a weird there's a weird food thing where your like body just craves salt and sugar and then stops and then starts again and all these issues and again no hat fits everyone so that was the reason I think we got talking about this is I asked on um, Facebook just tell me on Twitter what kind of things have you had in your period that you never got told about that were unexpected and I think like 475 people <laughs> answered and none of them were the same and I was like oh holy shit so and there was there was grown women in their 40s who were like I thought I was the only person who got butt pain and it was it was insane and yeah so there's a whole slew of things that come with your period that you don't expect and nobody tells you about and it can be different from period to period depending on what medication you're taking depending on when your where your mental health is depending on what the fucking weather is like oh, or yeah. your hay fever or what else is happening in the world or your anxiety or if you've got jet lag and then you get your period that's a fucking psychotic combination so there's a whole thing <laughs> that this little to the point where i've genuinely considered getting an early hysterectomy just to yeah. just to cancel it out just to fucking go through menopause just now get it over and done with and but first you have to have a kid otherwise they won't let you yeah, and oh, i'm not i'm never i've always been adamant since childhood and my parents have been really supportive of that since i was like five and i said i don't want to have a baby and i like threw my baby doll down the stairs and was like this is what i'll do if you make me have one um hey yeah we're not gonna have go for the child murdering then no <laughs> so i got one baby doll this is how bad it was my parents gave me a baby doll and i named her after my granddad's mistress to 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 prank everybody at four and i was like she's called angie because she blinks a lot and <laughs> that's literally what i did with my baby doll as i used it to zazz my granddad's oh mistress my beautiful <laughs> <laughs> oh dear but that's the thing it's it's our it's our body we should be allowed to choose what we want to do with it we shouldn't be required to procreate if we don't want to just to stop this hellish experience that we have to go through every single month or if you're looking like some um more than once a month because that's the thing um it's it's our bodies we should be allowed to choose and yet we have a bunch of uh fusty old white men dictating whether or not we can choose to get rid of a baby or uh, um uh, whether or not we can uh, um choose to have our baby making shit taken out and that is just ludicrous to me oh, a man's balls the, the oh yeah yeah that. yeah yeah no that's reversible so no no Oh, yeah, but there's not always, and it can go severely wrong. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's fine. Most of the time, it's fine. But also, we're not going to uh, um, uh, fund um, uh, male contraceptive because, um, oh, it things could, could go wrong. Clots. Yeah. yeah. With the AstraZeneca clots. thing recently, with them saying it causes clots, and it was something like one in a million or something, I laughed so hard, and I looked at my husband and said, 
it's one in 400, I think, for the birth control pill. And they'll shell that out to 13-year-olds. Mm. But the minute a man could get sick, oh, fuck me, batter down the hatches, stop it going across the country line. Like, we can't, we, we can't have men getting sick. And I, again, this isn't talking about trans mask and trans femme as well. So it's not necessarily just people who menstruate, but it's like, you know the kind of people that they're thinking about when they say these kinds of things. And when they put these kinds of things into place, it is the cis man that they are worried about. And it, I was just like, men is in the war, you yeah. stupid women. If the men are sick, who's going to go and fight in the battles that need fighting? Obviously, they can if their penises aren't working fully. Because how are they gonna? My granddad's um, sister yeah, actually sword fights. Like, honestly, my granddad's sister <laughs> actually died of a blood clot from the contraceptive pill, um, and it's. It, it, you know, it's not that long ago in recent memory that that because that was when it initially came out. And yeah, and I mean, we're still we're still taking it. We're still it's like so many people died of blood clots and it's still an issue and it's still a thing. And you know, there's concerns about like when you're traveling um and taking the contraceptive pill you're more likely to get deep vein thrombosis um and stuff like that and it's like oh yeah but you know we're fucking up our hormones we're fucking up our bodies we're uh, um uh, risking clots but as long as uh, um uh men still get to uh ejaculate it's um it's all good yeah i mean i take the pill i had so i have an implant skull i had an implant for two years and I, I, I'll never forget what the doctor said to me when they took it out because they were like, oh, it's not been in long enough. You know, you can keep it. I was like, no, no, I'm pretty sure it has because I'm thinking I just want to take it out because I was having no period. But I wasn't having no period cramps, no period side effects, no period discharge. There was just no blood. So there was no relief from any of the other shit. And I was like, the other crap's still happening. Just the blood bit isn't happening. I'd rather that happen than all of the rest. And then... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's basically just all the build-up and no orgasm. There's nothing happening that will actually relieve any of this. And I said to the doctor, oh, you know, I'm not bleeding. She was like, you do know that's what's meant to happen. And I was like, oh, fuck off. Like, yeah, I get that, but it's been two years and I'm very annoyed. Like, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, then, that was yeah. what my pill did um, for years. And honestly, it was, a, it was a fucking relief not to bleed, but that's because... My experiences, endometriosis, yeah. and quite often, it's not a month wait. It's a, it's a random start, stop, random start, stop, stop. There we go. There we go. It's like it's all over the fucking place. But I'll throw in, I'll throw in a random quick question just because this one shocked dudes when I've uh, again cis dudes when I've uh, explained it to them. How, what's the longest period or longest pe like duration of bleeding you've ever had, like continuous? A year. Most recent. Oh my god. Fucking hell. I mean, obviously it wasn't the same um consistency and consistency yeah. as, as a normal period, but I was <coughs> constant because yeah. Yeah. eight months. Hmm. Yeah, eight months straight at seventeen. And the doctors were like, Oh, it's fine. I'm like, is it <laughs> like and then it just stopped one day, and they were like, "Oh, see," I'm like, "Okay, sure. I feel like that's their answer for loads of things, especially things that they don't understand. Yeah, I feel like that's so extreme. Like months, 
of constant period and to just be told oh oh that's that's normal don't worry about it that's that's and to me that's insane if i bled for months i would literally be kicking down the fucking door of a place Mm -hmm. for me 10 days is like a really long period and it's bad and it's horrific and it's heavy and it's like bleed through all my clothes stain Mm -hmm. every bit of furniture i'm sitting on hellish bad but I, i know that there's an end in sight and that's one of the few things that gets you through a period is knowing that there's yeah. an end in sight. But if you are living in a hmm. world where that is every day for you with no conceivable end because every medical professional is just like, oh, well, that's what happens. Don't worry about it. That's a nightmare. And that's horrible. Yeah. And it was, it was just like, I, I just have no idea what to do right now. Like, apparently it's fine. So it's like, okay, cool. It's fine. But then I look back and I'm like, that was a long time. Mm-hmm. That was a long time that I didn't mean, really make sense. Also, the uh, times where every time you had sex, it started. Um, I've had that. Um, so that was fun. Every, every single time I had sex, it was like, oh, look, periods. Great. Have you ever had, the, when you go to the doctors, their first thing is always, mm, you should lose weight. Oh, and God. Then- every single fucking time. It doesn't matter what it is, like, yeah. I could be having it's... seizures and they're like, are you eating too much, Ashley? And I'm like, go fucking die. Yeah. For me, it's, it's like usually, your arms come get preg- uh, uh, you know, are you pregnant or mm-hmm. can you get pregnant? You should get pregnant or you're not. You shouldn't, but you should. <laughs> like... For me, it's always, have you, can, have you gone on a diet? Have you looked? Yeah. Or one time... Um, it was a new GP. I never saw him again because I kicked up such a fuss. And he said, "Are you unemployed?" And that was his question. Was when I was like had really bad cramps and I was really worried and I was bleeding heavily and I was like sweating and nauseous. He was like, "Is this is this like try to get out of getting a job?" I, uh, see, I mean, it doesn't surprise me because it. When we were talking about earlier, you know, doctors not believing, especially, you know, women and women presenting people a lot. But, like, have any of you ever found when you've tried to get a day off work and you're thinking period pains, you tell them you're having an extreme migraine or something instead because you don't think that they'll actually think it's a serious problem. And most of my managers have been dudes. And for me to go, it's period pains. Like, oh, you know, I don't trust anything that bleeds for three days and doesn't die. (laughs) I'm like, fucking leave. I don't care for that (laughs) joke anymore. I really don't. I will make you bleed for three days if you really fucking want me to show you. Like, I just... (laughs) I I would make a law that if any man said that joke, you get to blood them like they creepy cunts on a hunt, where you get to just stick your fingers in your pants and rub it on their face and be like, and that's one! Simba! (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. Or did you make that joke? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, it's like, I'm not even going to check the consistency, colour, anything. (laughs) You're getting what you fucking get when you make that joke. I don't care. Uh, honestly, it's the thing that six-year-olds make because they've just heard the word for the very first time and their fucking dad in a wife beater has made that stupid fucking joke. I hate it. I hate it so much. But, yeah, you then call up and you're like, oh, I've got period pain. So I'm like, well, are you sure you can't come in? It's like, no, I've literally ruined two pairs of underwear. I have no pads. I've eaten all the chocolate and I'm crying. Do you really want me to deal with this in the customer service environment? No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, actually, no, I've thrown up. Oh, we'll stay home then. It's like, I'll, I'll tell you it's anything else. But you, you don't get time off for 
having periods despite having them pretty much again if it's regular every single month but every single woman is expected not to use their time off <laughs> or every single person who bleeds is expected not to use their time off on periods because well it's not that bad but that's again what people have been taught even from a younger age if boys have been taught about it it's oh it's not as bad should be fine and then you get into work and they're like it's not a valid reason for time off it's like you try it it's like Pretty okay sure people, i'll just yeah. spend the entire um time running back and forth to the toilet either checking yeah. my pad um uh with the shits uh with uh, um cramping that is causing me to then bleed through the pads that i'm wearing uh yeah. <laughs> the, the, the nausea and yeah. the... <laughs> periods yeah <laughs> it's, it... oh dear it's unfortunate that though we can have a laugh about it because there are very much times where periods are funny and they can really be and having the period can actually you know when you're talking about it again it's like that is actually quite amusing so much crap you have to go through just having the idea of one it's like well i can't get any time off for this and if i use it then i can't but i don't have enough painkillers and if i take those painkillers they'll actually give me constipation which will make the pain worse and so then i need the other medication but i can't afford the other medication and then you just well if and the, you're the literally caught red-handed there's nowhere to go the painkillers make you dizzy and you can't eat them you can't take them in an empty stomach but you've got to eat something but you can't eat something because you feel sick with the pain and so you're literally eating a dry piece of bread and shoveling it down oh. your throat so that you can take painkillers which are inevitably going to make you feel sick but they'll stop your period from hurting so that'll mm -hmm. be okay but then you'll be anyway but then you'll be dizzy and spacey and you're going to say something fucking weird on the phone because you've taken what are essentially opioids to deal with the sharp shooting pain up your vagina and then you're on the phone and you have no recollection of when you pitched to the BBC that you were going to play a Gamergate guy in a sketch and now you're wearing a wig and a moustache shouting show me your tits and you don't know how you ended up there literally you can find it he's called Murray Chad Michael it's a character I have no recollection of inventing which I signed up to do people hate it it's a horrible character <laughs> Wow! Wow! Chad, Murray Chad Michael or Michael Chad Murray, and yeah, I had to get my mum to film it, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "I don't know. I pitched this, and they've gave me money." And I'm... I mean, they they paid you for a period delusion. It's you know. <laughs> Because at some point, while on opioids, fill the period blood. I went. Do you know what would be really funny? A guy. <laughs> just a misogynist <laughs> like because that's literally the phone call i had you know really funny just like hey and he's like Tits! <laughs> <laughs> and they're like nailed it that's comedy right there perfection do it again next month he's like all right you can try <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, let me just dose up on opioids and then we'll be good to go. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally on opioids every day and people wonder so why I say weird shit. So, and then that's like fucking bad for you, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, right, any other thing? That's another thing. Don't forget, just lose weight, it'll fix everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you're going to diet. That'll make your life better. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, because I can wear those pants that everyone hates. <laughs> Oh, oh, my um, new favourite from a doctor. Have you just tried not caring about being in pain? 
it's all in your head. It's like, yes, that's where the nerve endings end up, you fucking twas. Just... <laughs> yeah, it's, it is literally my head telling me not... that I'm in pain. Um, <laughs> because I I'm in pain. I got one giving me mental crystals. <laughs> and I was like, you're giving me Vex from a period. And he was like, he was like, if you sniff this, it'll help with your like pain. I was like, this is Vex. You've given me a tub of Vex but in crystalline format for my period. And he was like, mm-hmm. God, we, we already said don't put anything near your lady parts. Or, uh, sorry, again. Near, it was for your sniffing. Parts. No, it was for sniffing like a Victorian lady. It was like... Wait, you <laughs> rocks to help you... <laughs> On an aside, did any of you guys ever have those, like, um, migraine sticks? Yeah. That you wet and rolled on your head that were supposed to help with migraines. The only reason that they did help a little bit was because some of my, men, uh, some of my like major headaches and uh, that was caused by a lot of tension around, and I got it because I was congested a lot. So just because they were basically vixing a stick, putting it on, but it not being a giant fucking smeary layer, did kind of <laughs> help. So uh, for technically, they did kind of work, but only if you had a very specific type of headache. Otherwise, head on, apply directly to the forehead. No, no, just uh. Mayans red um, chihuahuas for periods. <laughs> but the Mayan women would like hold them to their stomach as oh. little hot water bottles, and that's what chihuahuas were originally bred as. Oh my like, God. Literal... Little living tiny dogs that you hold to like. Could you imagine those Mayan women? They're like, oh, there's a beheading up the top of the fucking pyramid today. I've got my chihuahua or your period. Uh -huh. Just all these women holding trembling chihuahuas to their belly. No wonder they look so traumatized. They've seen some just, shit. They are just so fucking angry as well. They must just be like absorbing the waves. You hold one next to you, it just saps, you know, like one of those fancy crystals, just saps out all your energy and it's just there like, no! <laughs> it's literally, chihuahuas are literally bred not for anything but to be held by angry women near their pain source and that is all they're for and that is why they are the way they are and that is literally the purpose of a chihuahua what i want to see is some woman with like one of those baby holders with a fucking like german shepherd strapped in there <laughs> just like it's gonna be a big one this month <laughs> Before the sniffer dogs, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh my god. Alright. Moving on to the next question. Um, audience questions now. Um, what more do you think businesses could do could be doing to help women when they are struggling with their time of the month? Like you said, just being aware of it and not making it more difficult than it has to be and not assuming that it's some sort of get-out-of-jail-free card. Hmm. I think actually allocating an extra day to people who menstruate each month to take off as, you know, it's not like, oh, I took up smoking so I could take a 15-minute fag break every couple of hours. <laughs> you know, it's actually a fucking torrent of blood and clumps out your vag. And you don't want that. It's, it's not opt-in, usually. Um, so... Actually, yes, having an extra day where uh, a person who is menstruating can just be like, having period, can't come in, and you're just like, okay, we will defer the work for now. Like, hmm. I think that would be great because, again, it's not like we've gotten sick. It's a routine thing. We shouldn't need to be claiming that we're actually super ill 
and in ways that we're not because people won't believe us. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it also shouldn't class against uh, um, records as being an ill, you know, you shouldn't be having to take six days. Like, because that <clears throat> technically counts against you in your, like, rank or whatever. Um, and to, the idea that you're going to have to take sick days every month is going to look bad. And it's like, well, no, it's not something that I choose to happen. It's, it's, it's literally a biological process <laughs> that 50% yeah. of the population go through. I think just again, just like knowledge, <laughs> knowledge is power. I mean, you guys must know about when NASA sent the first woman into space for a week long mission, they sent her with a hundred tampons just in case. Like, that shows a great lack of knowledge from NASA. And I think that any just form of information, open discourse, you know, your mum has a period, your your sisters, your wife, your the women in your life has periods. If you are a non-bleeder, be aware of it have a chat don't feel don't feel don't feel like you have to like be affronted by it it's i there's a weird sort of vibe just now where if you want to advocate for yourself there are some people who feel like you advocating for you is somehow detrimental to them because yes. they don't have that thing don't take it as like mm. a thing where you have to be defensive and be like mm, well that's not something that affects me i'm angry just be chill about it dude yeah, I also think if companies are going to provide, you know, toilets, uh, make sure, and this is going back to talking about trans people who menstruate as well, make sure the men's mm. and the women's have bins, because I cannot imagine how horrendous it's going to be for a trans man who is menstruating to not have a single bin and have to carry out a fucking wadded up piece of bloody fucking just plastic and sticky and everything, and tr a thing that stinks of blood and try and find a bin when there's a bunch of blokes pissing at urinals. Like, that's not a comfy situation. And you don't want to put that shit in your pocket because you've got red on you then. And you don't want to put it in your bag because gross. Like, just put a bin in the fucking toilets. Like, yeah. just put a bin in the toilets. And also, if you do have a significant amount of people who menstruate on your staff, you could also just provide some basic towels and tampons they may not be people's <laughs> favorites but there are emergencies and the amount of times when i was at frontier i'd have to go around and i'd be like oh so, -and -so i know so and so doesn't actually bleed because of blah 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 okay do you have any you just gave your last one away to that okay does anyone else have any okay no you don't shit what do i do now there's no shop in like two miles i you know just it would have been great just to have some and eventually the women that worked at frontier started taking in packs and we started leaving them in all the bathrooms a little note just saying from so and so use them if you need them and then somebody else would just refill them but the company should have just there you go we've spent 10 quid <laughs> like here's 100 pads done i'd like that because i hate oh no this is going to sound like such a bitchy thing to say but i think there are some women in the world who pretend they need a sandwich table to make friends in toilets and I know that that sounds like a really psychotic, paranoid thing to say, but I've been in like productions where a new girl's come in and she's been like, does anybody have like a table? And I'm like, it's your first day here. Are you just trying to like get in? And I don't know why, but I feel like I don't want to talk to people in a toilet at any point in my life. No. I, and I just wish that that was never a thing that had to occur. Honestly, and I wish I, I didn't have to like, use toilets in general. Bonding. But... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. having to talk to people <laughs> i don't like like i feel like there's a type of female bonding that's taught us through films and television that i get very uncomfortable when it occurs it's like do you have a towel do you want to like 
the cosmos and I'm like, Aah! Yeah, it's like, oh, why do they go to the bathroom together? I'm like, I don't know, I need to shit. I mean, like, yeah, I don't to be want fair, to talk to you I right wish now. the bathroom had not... Cosmos. Yeah, well, <laughs> That'd be great. I just like, every single time you go to a pub and there's like 12 women vaping in a bathroom, I'm like, could you move? I really have to pee right now. Like, seriously, these heels are uncomfortable. The floor is wet because you're all fucking just chilling in here. Could you move? And I don't, I don't know. I, Could you I leave so that it. I don't yeah. feel um, self-conscious about the fact yes. that I need to shit while you're all Please there and uh, chatting? Every time I need to pee, like yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, I just don't like female toilet bonding. There's yeah. something icky about it, and oh, I guess yeah. some women are into that, and that's why we're all different, <laughs> and yeah. none of us are the same. But yeah, um, I can tell you some horror stories about working in the NHS uh, um, oh, with uh, <laughs> how completely and. <laughs> utterly unprepared they are for um female employees or <clears throat> those that are uh, uh, menstruating like the amount of times that that there are not enough toilets for a start there are not mm. enough toilets because those toilets have to serve <clears throat> all of the staff and the patients and quite often the staff need a very quick access to toilets because they're fucking medical professionals that mm. are literally trying to save people's lives which also results in uh, the toilets being a complete and utter disaster zone and people go to those toilets to um generally have a chit chat or um hide in their break because there are no break rooms and there are there they they don't clean the toilets as often as they really need to, and always the bins are always overflowing. Mm. All of the uh, half of the toilets are out of service because they're always clogged. Um, it's 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 you don't want to touch anything because hospital toilets are literally like the most horrifying experience anyone can have <laughs> and it's it's just it's shocking that a place where you would think that they would know um that half of their um staff menstruate surely <laughs> surely they would be prepared for these things but no it's finding even finding a toilet with a bin in um is yeah just yeah it should just be part of the course because there's it, there's always going to be something you need and like some dudes as well do actually use pads some people may not know this but some dudes do have discharges and things like that that you need to clean up and so there should just be a bin provided it's like just really simple things like can we get a bin yeah and all the toilets Done. <laughs> so that's, that's 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 it what can companies do fuck everything else just the bin. lowest thing, a bin, yeah. please, that's emptied that oh, you can put stuff in. Also, just clean it up. People people have incontinence. There are people that have who are incontinent that require bins and you, you don't provide them. And that's not that's not limited to people who menstruate. <laughs> that is that is a whole world of people. And I mean, there are so many situations where just having the basic supplies 
ready for people is is just bins. Yeah. yeah, bins. Just a plastic tub, please. <laughs> just with a just with a bag in it. Yeah, probably a lid because you don't really want you know. You don't want the you don't need that to be yeah. open. Not that fussy, mate. Just a just a receptacle will be fine. A hole. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's one of those yellow bags that does, like says bio has on it on it. Yeah, you have to have one of those. Personally, just personally yeah. I would hope for all uh, um, things to basically be biological waste bins. Um, seen as though most of the things that are going in there are biological waste, but <laughs> um, you know, a bin would be a good start. Uh, <laughs> but separate well, from the open. <laughs> Yeah. All that chat was sort of just a bin. Just a bin. Yeah, just a bin. Yeah, a bin. <laughs> you got a toilet, make sure there's a bin in it. That's it. Um Right. Okay. Next question. Um, do you feel that sex education should be more realistic to the struggles women will face when going through the their periods? I mean Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we've covered that. <laughs> and yeah. Covered that. yeah. <laughs> um right. I don't think would it be weird if we were like no. I think we should really keep people. No, should just, I think we should. Yeah, they can get no. a surprise. No, Honestly, no. we have more content if you don't tell them. So if you yeah, can yeah, just yeah. keep that a secret, actually, from, yeah, don't don't, don't educate. We need to make more content about how shit society is. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you tell women what's coming, you will stop any chance of there being new female comedians. Back. We don't have content. Yeah. But no, uh, How but are we supposed as... to, to continue being funny if uh, um, if uh, if you educate? Um, yeah, it, we've got nothing to go on. Then what do we bitch about? If yeah. we aren't constantly shocked and terrified by our own bodies, <laughs> how are we supposed to laugh? <laughs> 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 no, it's gallows humor. No, it's just period humor now. But no, teach. <laughs> If if you're gonna split it directly, as I say, into girls and boys classes, teach boys as well, or stop fucking splitting the classes. Women probably touch dudes' nads more often than the men are gonna check their own nads. So teach the women how to check for lumps, and yeah, yeah. dudes are probably gonna grab a tit more than women are gonna sit there and go, yeah, yeah, cool. So uh, teach them how to te- check each other because we're probably gonna notice it on each other more than we are on each on, on ourselves. In sex education, I know that my male friends got taught about wanking, and I think that women should be taught about cracking one off, so that you don't spend like the whole of your eleventh year alive straddling your couch and not knowing why you feel tingly in your downstairs <laughs> while you watch Robin Hood Prince Thieves. So I think that that should be openly discussed. Not I mean, when this is my horse, and I really like it. I think that that should be talked about. There's a bus that goes over a certain part of the road on the way back from college. I'm very curious about this bus. Like, yes. I've heard some people are in love with vehicles. Is that what's going on, or is there something else? Like but nobody, nobody, I nobody ever took me aside and was like, "Look, it's normal. Every woman does it." Yeah. Well, did you know Jill. that for women it's called jilling off because men's it's called jacking off? It's Jack and Jill, the fucking children's nursery rhyme. I didn't know that until last year. Oh, I say cracking one off, so I don't yeah. have a jack. It's a, it's for me. It's a full on crack. Crack one off. Yeah, um, that's why yeah. I wear dungarees. <laughs> Just walk about shrugging. Everybody's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing at all. Never you mind. <laughs> you get one of those monkeys with the butt flaps sorted. <laughs> oh dear. And also normalize Answered. sex toys. 
normalize yes. sex toys because i mean a lot Kingdom. of women can't um uh, um experience pleasure from uh, um uh, the same things you know there's clitoral stimulation and there's uh, vaginal stimulation educate about those jackhammer a woman is not a road be like be open about it have a chat if stop <laughs> trying to sell me a massage gun, I know what it is. <laughs> I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to work out the knots in my thighs. That thing's going straight in my vag. It's the first thing I googled when I saw it being advertised. Can you put that in your pussy? Yes, you can. Okay, yes, good. <laughs> yes, there's a reason they're waterproof. Stop <laughs> pretending. Yeah. It's, it's, women are too demure, though. Don't worry. They can they can advertise men's condoms on daytime TV, but my God, no, that is that is not a pleasure stimulator. That is for muscles from doing the dishes. What do you think housewives are doing in the middle of the day when they're watching those doctor programs? (laughs) Finger banging. Let men know that it's all right as well. It's one of the things where we can all have like a get together and be like dildos and whatnot. But men, I think, are still kind of like scared to talk about like the pocket pussies and whatnot. You can have fun with them, boys. That's what they're there for. Just wash them out. Use your dishwasher, <laughs> their dishwasher's safe. Yeah, Most of them are yeah. detachable and stick them in the dishwasher. And, you know, it's been a hard time. Lockdown's been difficult for a lot mm. of us. Some of us have been at home with our parents. Some of us have had to have very frank conversations about where all the AAA batteries have gone. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> Honestly, uh, like, I mean, one of, the, one of the things that sold most in the UK during lockdown, do you know what it is? I read this yesterday. One of the things that's been sold, one person made millions. Like one individual dude made a hundred thousand just in his local area. It'll be flashlights. Sanitizer. No. 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 Fuck butts. Yeah, fuck butts. That fuck evergreen butts. boat was carrying fuck butts. Yeah, it was. Exactly. Those are one of the top selling items in the UK. Because dudes will realise that the butts were elsewhere and they had to buy plastic ones to uh to, to go to town but yeah please clean them again as we were saying earlier about uh warm and, mm. and moist and dark environments clean them jesus christmas do not create new life accidentally just yeah, a wee man who does like the replacements on love dolls um and he's like not into them at all but he's like a he worked in a factory and is doing like silicon molding and he lost his job and his new mm. job is he like makes replacement vaginas for <laughs> life-size love dolls and like replacement throats and like specialized throats and pussy tunnels and whatnot and god that must be a very strange experience he is like a very (laughs) completely like i don't get it not my thing but it's what i do um you know it pays the bills and his wife is like fucking wrapping them up like to send them off to (sighs) keith and Whatever Belfast, who's like love doll Serena, has broke her throat recently, and then it, it, oh, I don't know how it happened. It just <laughs> she just her throat broke. <laughs> she was singing a bit too much. Did you just fall out time. one day or what? <laughs> I a hundred percent think they're hilarious. Mm. Also, I think it's hilarious that the biggest selling love doll with a voice has a Scottish voice because for some oh, reason amazing. globally men want like hello there. So. <laughs> What hole is it today, sir? Damn <laughs> it, man. I knew, I knew there was a reason I wanted a Scottish accent as a kid. Actually, I still do, to be honest, but, you know. I, that's a dream. That's bucket list for me. I will 100%. Oh, is this next door? 
do a voice for a sex doll that's like, hello boys, what's happening? Can I can I do the Yorkshire one? I would I would pay to see that skit. I would love to see that. Just but I'm I'm now just remembering the Archer episode where his girlfriend has a robotic vagina and she leaves it in the sink and he's just like Ugh! oh my god and it's like what it's like does it require the deep clean mum and it's like <laughs> he's like it vibrates it's like oh no that was a oh those oh, are some very god. funny episodes so there we go that's us covered that one right yep. um last question uh menstrual cups yeah your name heard great things about it from a lot of female friends any personal experience i've tried amine i didn't like it it was too footery i'm too fat it's too awkward to get it up there and i didn't like the feeling of being like an executive desk toy i felt like i was sloshing inside <laughs> while i was moving oh, and i didn't enjoy it um I want to be more eco-friendly with my period, but I find it incredibly difficult because I bleed so heavily and it's difficult to find a product to fit me. People have said reusable pads. I've tried them. They don't stick. They like flip round. It's mm. it's an issue for me. But yeah, um, for me, it's a no. Guys, what about you? I haven't tried the cups because, dear God, the I, I can barely use like, tampons back in the day i'm not fucking around with a cup that is like potentially can actually cause internal issues if you pull it in the wrong way because it's a vacuum and you have to pinch it first <laughs> you have to pinch yeah. it first because if not you can cause a prolapse exactly <laughs> exactly right anything that can do that um i'm not putting that anywhere <laughs> near that I've literally never seen them for sale, so I've never bought one to try one. I've just never ever seen them. I, I mean, I can actually give you a website that sells them because it's the same place that sells the uh, reusable pads that I use. Mm -hmm. So I now use cotton like pads, and they are so much better than general pads have ever been for me. Um, I can wash them as often as I want. I can get as many as I want. And I know that next month they'll be there to reuse. And it's, it, they just go in the, I mean, obviously there's the horrendous part where I have to wring them out in the sink. Oh. Um, which is not, not the most pleasant of things. Um, but then that shit's coming out of my body and I've got it down there anyway so yeah it's it's been the best thing for me because and how do they stick to like how do you deal with it in your pants like do you have to wear quite a tight pant to get yeah. that to, yeah that's yeah. the problem i've had to buy special like pants that aren't really my usual style because they're press stood and i'm ah. sorry but those things they spin and that's not good with the kind of flow that I get. So I actually, I have a, a, like um, a tighter like boy boxers now that kind yeah. of act like a period pant. Um, but obviously it just makes that part detachable while the period pants that you can get that are built-in ones are like the entire pant, so. 
that's what I want to try. That's yeah. the next step for me is I want to try the period pant where it is just literally the whole pant is the sanitary device. Yeah. I think I'd have to like double pant. <laughs> like thinking about it logically, I'm like, yeah. I probably would need to double pant. But I, it's it's because you're constantly thinking, you know, you're it's unhealthy for the you, it's unhealthy for the ecosystem, it's unhealthy for everything. But at the same time, you have to be able to function because yeah. you are still a human being without leaving. If I could be one of those women who free bleed, I would love to. Like, mm. I would love to be that kind of mindset where I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to just sit and I've got a special chair and I'm just going to bleed. And I would love to be that woman, but I can't. Dear God, there yeah. are people that can do that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And they are like activists Bastards. about it. Yeah. They're like, fuck the world, fuck your patriarchy, I'm going to bleed all over your house, and I am jealous of the women. Like, I, um, the only thing that I can, I do really love about using these reusable ones is I don't end up with the irritation rash. Because mm. yep. the texture of pads is atrocious they like that's made to go against your skin but dear god it's i mean it's it's excruciating and who just don't itch and i'm like who are these people who can put that near their skin and don't want to just fucking claw like i could sit during my period and just scratch and it's unhealthy but i need to just want to like scratch constantly and it's it's so unpleasant so yeah. It's, yeah it's horrible with pads with pads as well and again another thing that people probably don't want to hear but the, the bottom of your body is kind of like a a, 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 com, a convex kind of thing going on there so the blood doesn't just go straight down no it's like if you try and pour it around the cup it'll, or like it'll go around the rim so it, it will go near your butt and so you need to actually be wearing a pad long enough to catch blood wherever it gets to and when you're yeah. lying down Guess where it's gonna pull? <laughs> yep. So which is why you just get that random weird rectangular splotch on your sheets and it's just like that's not quite where I expected it to go. Heaven forbid you move in your sleep at all, or you know, roll a duvet around you because it just ends up looking like a fucking, you know, tortilla wrap with ketchup. I mean, no. To be fair, with the night sweats that you're getting because of it <laughs> and the hot flushes and everything that you're getting while on your period, you're going to be moving around a lot. So you're just going to be blood everywhere if you haven't got an adequate pad on or you don't change it in the middle of the night. Or There is a TV show that I made called Up For It. Um, it's still available in the iPlayer. And... Um there was an we do a lot of talking heads where we're like sitting talking to camera and we're like oh, blah, blah, blah. and there was one day where i got a really really heavy period and i was wearing my dungarees and i was like leaning forward and it like spilled over the top of my sanitary table and all over the front of my dungarees and everybody's a man on our production everybody i was i'm the only girl in the entire production and i'm like oh no and it was this there is a bit in the opening credits that's in every credit where I'm like waving at the camera from this balcony and I know that three minutes before we filmed that I realised that I had bled all over myself and I'm like <gasps> hiding it <laughs> oh <laughs> no a balcony while I wave at a camera and it, it's it's that's probably the worst thing is like that shame of I've like because it's 
in other people's head it's like akin to like peeing yourself or pooing your pants it's like oh you can't control yourself but it's not it's so hard to di- dictate the direction of your flow yeah and you, you can't control it like you might be able to stop yourself needing to pee for a minute if you really can't get to a bathroom you might be able to hold it you cannot hold the blood there is no there is no muscle to hold it because by the time it's coming out it's bypassed all the muscle there's you could maybe you know if you were really fucking going for it you could hold a, a minutes later but what's already going is already mm. going yeah, but that was our first season and i was too scared to like say anything and now everybody knows and my um radio producer he edited it and he was like i can tell the days you're on your period and oh. filming because you're like white and you're really angry and you mutter under yeah. your breath about us in between takes <laughs> and I'm like i do i'm like shut shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up just shut your fucking hole i fucking hate you and he's like i know that there's like days where you'll just mutter under your breath the whole day about how much you hate me and i'm like well, ashley got a period that day I, like, people who watch my streams know when I get my period because I try and be quite honest with this kind of thing because it's the easiest way to you know spread a bit of empathy. But I will normally end up in full goth makeup because I'm just naturally white as a sheet, and it's just like all the blood's gone somewhere else. The baby box has been sabotaged. We're just going to roll with it and just be goth and angry for today. Just fuck it. Like I, th- I cannot tone up this color at all. It's not happening. So that's my secret. I'm just goth and angry all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Strigger's paw just went straight across the face then, like, for fuck's sake, we know. <laughs> Poor oh, smush. Baby. Right. Well, that is all of our questions. Um, I uh, uh, really appreciate you coming on and talking to us today. Before I go, I did have a special headband that I had. Yeah. for for being because you're a gothy lady and i thought this might be like my one time to get to wear it <laughs> and i didn't wear it because i was too much a piss so i'm just gonna wear it for Look the end my special gothy I, head I, I told you jack would love it i told you <laughs> that's fantastic it's like the hannibal horns but slightly less yeah. murdery <laughs> oh i'm living but, for it I'm a gothy lady too. <laughs> oh dear. Fetch me a cat and a lipstick. <laughs> you can use eyeliner. That's what I did for weeks until I found a lipstick, so <laughs> Oh god. Right, can we get a shout out for Ashley and obviously our co-host Arthramus? Um I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, if you'd like to catch up with the previous episodes, they are on Anchor at the moment. And our next one is actually next week, where we will have um, Daydreamer Dan on to talk about the um, issues with Asian hate going on at the moment um, in the US. And generally to talk to us about being a BIPOC creator. Um, Once again, uh, please do go and check out Ashley's stuff uh, on her Twitter, on YouTube. You said you did YouTube, yeah? I'm on YouTube. I'm on all the platforms. Yeah, I'm literally everywhere. You definitely said you were on YouTube. Yeah, it's (laughs) alright. On my stream, we were actually watching the Little Mermaid sketch earlier, and I couldn't get the video high enough, so it's just me going... (laughs) Like the entire way through and nobody hearing anything is great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
if you'd just like to go watch Arthurus <laughs> laughing to herself, you can check out. <laughs> but yes, thank you again so much for coming and talking to us about periods. I'm sure it was extremely enlightening for chat, and if not, well, they can fucking lump it. Um, so... <laughs> It's like got a period. My period. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if it's more than three days, Drac, I'm not going to trust you any longer. <laughs> Fucking eight days, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Right. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Next stream will be tomorrow, where we'll be playing Phasmophobia with Arthramus and Kay and Mouse. So I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your evening. I hope you have a good rest of your week. And I will see you guys soon. Say bye, guys. <laughs> bye, y'all. Remember, don't clean your penis too hard or you might choke someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is amazing. Oh, Jesus, oh. Ashley. <laughs>